Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hey. Jay doesn't want to hear it, but I, I agree with Key. That Nets team looks unstoppable. They yeah. look unguardable. Yeah. They look, un- they look, it looks so easy. Don't put your reverse jinx on No, I don't, I'm don't not do just, that. I'm reverse jinx. No, don't do I'm that. not. No, you're don't just trying that. to stay. No, yeah, you're, you, 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 you're I know what you're doing, Jay. You, what you are. You're nervous No, he ain't nervous. He's just trying to be that basketball survive dude. Nah. No, dude, I know what y'all, Jay y'all, y'all tripping. Y'all got short memory. I was the first one when that team got put together. I said, this is three of the most prolific scores I've ever seen on the same team together. And, and, you and, wanted, and, and we never got to see it. On, I wasn't working. We never got to see it. It didn't matter if you saw it or not. I well, now we're seeing it. And, we and you're right. And now you're jumping on the train. All I'm saying I'm is. jumping on a train. I'm just I'm What I see is that. And then if the Lakers are what we're seeing they are, which is A, banged up, B, not very good without Anthony Davis. Well, They get smoked last night. They're down three games story. to two. If you remove the LeBron AD factor with the Nets get to the finals, like I thought those two teams meet, okay, that'll get interesting. If you remove the Lakers, if they don't get past the Suns, Tell me how. I, I just want who you, is the team I just that want, will make that will make life difficult for the Nets. I just in the want you to draw back all the hype that this thing is like all said and done because in the middle of next week, if we have Milwaukee winning a couple of games, you guys, what's wrong with Brooklyn? No, what's, I ain't gonna say that. I'm just no. mark it down. Favorites. Sometime next week, somebody will be saying, "What's going on in Brooklyn? What's Not going on defensively?" On this show. Okay. Not only by no. this show. Okay. Think about it. We already Not know they really, aren't a great defensive Not, team. They yes. outscore you. Yes. They do outscore you. I if, I can, if I can go 140 to your 135, I'm up. They, I win. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. But they do play a lot of your go, my go, your go, my go. Because they that, can. That's fine when you're going against the damn Celtics when they only have Jason man, Tatum. I'm just, I'm just trying saying, to tell y'all, I man. I believe you. You're the basketball expert. I'm, I'm just, just the guy. But I know what end, I see. I know what I see. I know what I see. And what I see, I love. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying I don't love it. I'm not saying I don't love it. I just don't think it's going to be as easy as people think it's going to be. See, if you, okay, here's why I like it, Jay, is because when they go, you go, I go, you go, I go, it's different than those other places. This is more, to me, almost like a Golden State, you go, I go. Steph go, But, but that wasn't Clay how Golden go. State played, though. I understand that, but all them dudes got their shots up. And Clay was the defensive guy, but, but, see, but he still got his shot. The, re- the reason why Golden State was so efficient is because of the offense in which they ran. They ran a continuity system where the ball didn't just stick and to one person. And these dudes aren't official? But they don't run a continuity system. 26 they, they assists run, on 43 made field goals is a pretty damn good per- that's assist all I'm percentage. You know, and who, who's, that, who's ahead of the snake? Yeah, James Harden. Okay, James Harden is the one person that makes everybody else on this team better. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You see, that's, that's, that, you see there is. I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying there's a different continuity system they had in Golden State. And I'm just trying to tell you all, for Brooklyn, if you're able to take James Harden out of the equation, they become a very one-dimensional team, an ISO-scoring team. If you, took, if, you took, if you took out Steph Curry out of Golden State, don't you become an ISO team with KD? Yeah, I mean, you had because KD, KD was an ISO. Right, KD Jay. was an ISO at times for Golden State. Let let let's let's continue that game we're playing, which is basically like you know playoff poach, mm-hmm. right? Let's call it that, where you're you're basically who, the team you eliminate. You're allowed uh, by a compensatory first round pick to take a player off the team you eliminated and then advance into the playoffs with that player now on your roster. So if you're the Nets, you just beat the Celtics. Do you take somebody with you? And who would it be? Yeah, I mean, it, who makes you better if you add this piece? Because they they look pretty complete, but you can always I mean, use more can, talent. 
I don't think I, I don't think I would want to give up a pick. I mean, it's Jason. I would. Tatum. It would be Jason Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, it'd be Tatum. Another, it'd be another Tatum, score. But it's like another score. Do you need another score? But my pick gonna be low. Would you, would you wait till Marcus play Smart the, could be a good pickup? Yeah, yeah. Give me a little more grit. But but would you wait until maybe the second round? And if you do end up beating the Bucks, then it's worth it to you to take, take a guy like Giannis, right? Or or Drew. Or but you don't need Drew. Chris Middleton. Like you, you don't, I, you don't need Middleton Tatum, gives you another space. If you don't need Tatum, you don't need Drew. Allen Yates got in my ear, and he brings up a good point. Can I get Jalen Brown? It, would he be back? Is he? I think he's out. I, I, I don't I'm think just, he's returning. Yeah, but I don't think he's coming back. He's out for the season, okay. so I don't think he's available to you. But you know, all all interesting stuff here. But I think it's pretty obvious when the Suns finish the job on the Lakers, they would take LeBron James. LeBron James, though. Off that loss last night, and again down like thirty that? at the half. Why'd you smile like I'm that? not smiling. I'm. I, there, there, I is, had, there was somewhat of a smile. No, it was just a tick. Let uh, it out. One fifteen eighty five was the loss last night for the Lakers, and LeBron James didn't mince words when he discussed the loss. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we got our ass kicked. I mean, it's just that simple. Um, they did got to whatever they wanted to get to in this game, and uh, you know we got to be better, obviously, if we want to force a game seven. So. Um, Obviously, a lot to uh, learn from in this game, a lot to cover. See, uh, you know, what we got to do better going into game six. But, uh, I mean, they, they pretty much just kicked our asses. I mean, it's nothing else really to say. Alan Hahn, take your host hat off, always directing traffic. Can you, can you tell me how you really feel about his comments and about the way he played last night? Because you did have a little smile on your face, and I'm curious. Because I've, I've heard you and I talk how you see it. I'm curious if you, if you will let that out. Oh, when we win, it's on me. When we lose, it's on you. That's been his mo of his whole career. I mean, that's that's always I mean, been LeBron. Reaching, man, stop. Well, that's not a First reach. Off, don't say y'all. I asked Alan Hahn. It's he also no. When I say y'all, I'm talking about the LeBron haters. Oh, okay, I'm okay. not talking about you. I'm not a LeBron. Okay, okay. See again for but the he's record. Not a hater. I've never been a LeBron hater ever. Well, I'm, okay, so I'll, I've, I've always I'll scratched I've that. always I'll scratch admired that. his game. I've admired it. his durability. I, and the off-the-court stuff goes without saying. But as a player, he's an incredible player to watch. But it it has always been his thing that when his team loses, he tends to look around him going, you know, we all need to be better. Well, see, I but when take, they win, it's – I didn't take what he said as everybody else and not me. I didn't take that at all. He yeah. said we got our blanks yep. kicked. yep. It's true. He did say we. That's right. But that's, that's not a, pointing but the why finger at my it, teammates. But, yes, you're right. And I didn't think he had a bad game to begin. I just think he's he's definitely not playing at the motor at the at the gear. Well, he is. He is that a we've little. Seen he him is play a little. Up. He is a little banged up. And there's something with professional athletes. At least that's what. At least this is what I believe. When you are relying on others to do their job at a maximum level because you're missing somebody and they don't do it at a maximum level, it sucks the air out of you because there's only so much night in and night out or week in and week out that you can do carrying a team. I've seen it with great players throughout watching sports. There's only so much you can do. And at some point, you become, you know, kind of, just it drains your enthusiasm. It drains your enthusiasm at some point. It's nothing is going right in a particular game, and it's it's a it's okay to have a stinker when you're great. Mm-hmm. It's okay mm-hmm. to have one of those where it's just like no matter what shot I'm damn. You can tell in the first half, LeBron James 
I don't want to say it's probably the beginning. I mean, mid first quarter, maybe it was early second quarter. He hit a he drained a three from I don't know thirty feet out. The moment that and he drained it, went in. As soon as he got the ball again, he said and he shot it with like fifteen seconds left on the clock, mm-hmm. and it just boom right out of bounds. That told me right then and there he feels he's got to carry this team right now. He didn't yeah. even give it an opportunity. I got to get hot, right? I got to get hot. Well, they were also a 16-0 run, had that game already that was, on the break. That was a lot, though. He had seven points at the half. He had seven points at the half. Him and Dennis Schroeder had seven points. I mean, Dennis Schroeder is a whole other conversation. Yeah, there's a little issue going on there, right? a guy that's going to get 80-plus million dollars to have zero points in a, in a critical game five, come on. I mean, that needs to be called out in a big-time way. I think the thing that you were looking for from LeBron last night, especially initially he came out – he got people, got a lot of passes going. The Lakers have never been able to – they haven't been a great three-point shooting team. It's always been one of their questions, right? I think you want to just see him be super aggressive. Like, I wouldn't have mind last night seeing LeBron James have 30-plus shots. But every time that he tried to go to the cup, it seemed like to me they collapsed on him, collapsing down, made him give up the ball. So I would put that Mm-mm. on Phoenix's defense Mm-mm. that said to me – you're going to have to – somebody else is going to have to beat us. But, but see, Key, like last night was one of those games that I wanted to see LeBron James force the issue. He tried right? to. Remember the one he tried to I know, but like, it, but like – Do you, <laughs> you remember that one? Alan, do you understand what I'm saying? There's something about, you know, in these type of moments, and maybe he'll do this in game six. Like as a basketball player, yeah, I'm going to see double teams. I'm going to see triple teams. Doesn't matter. This thing's going up. Because – and I saw it with Dane last night. You don't think they were double teaming Dame? You don't think they were trying to triple team Dame at times? Like where, hey, the paint's collapsed. The game collapsed. is different, though. The, the game for Dame and LeBron is different. I understand the game is different. If they, triple team, if they triple team Dame Lillard, he could pull it up from 30 feet and hit the bottom of the net on a consistent basis where that doesn't work for LeBron. You, like I said, the one play where LeBron bullied all the way down underneath the rim and he literally walked four or five steps to get underneath yeah. the rim, and then the ball came out. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And, and I was sitting yeah. there going, oh, but my see, God, but they see didn't what, call traveling? Yeah, yeah. But see, no. what happens right now is, and I understand that the, the game would say, hey, it, it's difficult for LeBron because he doesn't have the same game as Dame. But it feels like what we're doing is saying, well, you know, Le- LeBron had his ankle, and, you know, they were double teaming him. I just, I just would like to have seen LeBron way more aggressive last night. That's all. Like and I watched it. I, I studied LeBron all yeah, the time. I'm I hear with what you. Keith's saying. I'm with you. But I hear what Keith's saying. What Keith said is really interesting. Uh, Don't in agree the fact with that me. You're a Knicks fan. I didn't say I agree with you. I said it was interesting, <laughs> which is nice. It, it's what was interesting. The, the, well, the fact that your your enthusiasm can kind of be squelched when you look around you and I reality starts could, to man. set in, and you're yeah, like, yeah, it's like, man, yeah, no, this guy's hurt and this guy's. Oh, by the way, by the way, I said yesterday Space Jam three, and people like, oh, so disrespectful. I'm like, I. Okay. No, 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 you, you again, I yesterday, said, uh, yesterday, you were right. No, it, it, explain it to me because you got a break. You yeah. didn't tell me doing a break. Okay. Yeah. Well, and for those maybe that weren't well, listening we'll yesterday. Well, well, I just said quick. that you know, it was one of my five things, takeaways. I was like, oh, it's Space Jam 3. Like, LeBron James. Superhuman. It has to be superhuman. Oh, got it. Has got to be like. He, he said he's got to lead Daffy like. Daffy Duck and Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. And it's not disrespect, but look at the kid. Look what happened <laughs> last L- night. Bunny lo- yeah, okay. That's a Looney Tunes. Like, drag like you got to be super. But I'm 45 years old. I can't do that right now. 45. Keyshawn J. Wills is presented by Progressive Insurance at Progressive. They're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both learn more progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE so has one team gone from the laughing stock of the NFL to the most talented team on paper 
We'll discuss that after Jay has this from Straight Talk. It's time for some Straight Talk. Sure, saving money feels good, right? But cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like walk-off home run in the ninth inning kind of good. Okay, maybe not that good, but you get what I'm talking about. Pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys, plus no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Who is your favorite to win the AFC North after what transpired in the NFL draft? Yeah, speaking of balance, the Cleveland Browns. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it is. Baker, uh, he has to be better. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776 is the number. What player would you poach off of uh, a team that you would eliminate in the playoffs? We go through every team You could do that. We've we've come up with a lot of different scenarios, so we'll grab calls on that. But this is an interesting uh, point that Marcus Spears made on NFL Live. It's a good show, NFL Live. Key, you ever see it? When are you, you know, on that show? I don't really Keith? watch it. When are much, you on to be that honest show? With you, but I hear it's a great. He's show. on Thursdays. Oh, Thursdays. Yeah. Well, what time? I'm on. When what time do they tape? Me. What time do they tape? It's um, very late. Um, we don't tape. It's live. It's, it's live. live. It's called, it's called NFL, NFL Live. Live. But it's okay. afternoon. What time? What was it four? Uh, yeah, four. Yeah, usually when I'm in the gym. It's an hour. I catch you in right? the gym. Why? What's the problem? No, no, nothing. What are you talking about? You just tell me I will manage. 
First of all, you get no comeback. You got no comeback. No, I'm not going to sit up and argue with a dude that. You're not going to build this narrative. That don't work, bro. Seven days a week, two weeks, two months. Jay, two months. Every day, one day a week, four o'clock to five o'clock on Thursdays. You do a terrific job with Maria and Jalen Rose. On NBA Countdown Thank on Friday, you. Saturdays, and Sundays on Thank ABC you. and on ESPN. Thank you. I do tune in to watch. You do a terrific job. That still doesn't mean – no, I don't even want to go into your schedule because – What is my schedule? Well, you get off late at night and you have a radio show, television show on Monday morning that you decide to not do or do from home. I do When from you're home. already here. Mm. You just sleep I like just the coaches it. do. <laughs> sleep on the couch in the we office. We got a couch in the green like room. Yes, absolutely. No, no. no, I have a six-week-year-old at home. FaceTime, FaceTime. Even more reason. FaceTime my kid. And you FaceTime my six-week-year-old. And you got two I don't nans. have two nannies. What are you talking about? Don't put me in your boat. I wasn't, <laughs> two, I wasn't in the Hamptons at Gurney's. Nannies. Having oh, supper no, with a weekend. Out there. Two oh, you're grinding. So, two nannies. Is that a live? been to my house and two nannies. Do you not have two nannies? No, I do not. Have, have one nanny. And no, you're I do not have one nanny. Second. I do not have one nanny. I don't even have one nanny. <laughs> well, we're on Indeed.com right now, quit. trying to find the. Uh, the I know the nanny. real. <laughs> and you're interviewing him. Your wife has told us. <laughs> so, anyways, this was on NFL Live. He was not on this episode, right, of NFL Live, right? He's only on I Thursdays. Believe. I don't no, believe I'm you were. I was on Thursday, but I was not on. You this were not on for this yeah. one, right? So, so take a listen. Yeah, to, he would have went at Swagoo on this one. Yeah, take a listen to Marcus Spears, Swagoo, uh, when talking about. A team that he thinks has the best roster in the AFC, but it's not in Kansas City. I got them as dark horse Super Bowl contenders, and we're talking about the Chiefs potentially going 20-0. On paper right now in the NFL, on the AFC side, the Cleveland Browns have the best roster. <laughs> Quote me. Quote me. Cleveland Browns have the best roster. Quote me. Do you think mm. he is wrong? I, if you top to bottom, when it's you look talented. at it, it's AFC, it's talented. You got to include the defense, special teams. He might not be wrong. Doesn't mean they're going to win it all, but they do have a really strong well, I'm roster. Not, I'm not as dialed into the NFL as Marcus Spears. I don't know <laughs> rosters from top to bottom and kickers and punters and backups. And I can, I, I can, and all I can tell you things. if you want. Um, Cody Park but, is very but, good. Very good. But if I go player for player and I do it that way, it's close. But I cannot take out a head coach from being on the roster. I get it. I understand what Fair. people I understand what people saw. Mm-hmm. Cleveland gave Kansas City a mm-hmm. little bit of a run for its money. But let's be honest Without with ourselves. But 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 let's be honest with ourselves. Patrick Mahomes wasn't 100%, and he left the game. So let's not get all cutesy-cutesy with that. He left the game. And I understand Cleveland made some offseason moves. They went and got Troy Hill from the Rams mm-hmm. and John Johnson from the Rams, and they bring in Clown, Clowney, mm-hmm. and they expect to get Greedy Williams back, and they drafted the Newsome kid. I get it. And they got Odell coming back off injury, and they are a sexy pick. There's no question about it. But this dark horse Super Bowl, let's just slow it down. Okay, you know, we because there's a team in Buffalo. 
Yeah. It, okay. It's fair. There's a team in Buffalo that got a pretty good. damn good roster mm-hmm. that Brandon Bean put together. Baltimore, eh, they get, get, if they add Julio Jones. They, they, you know, if they add Julio Jones. I don't know that I don't know it helps them, but I don't know that Julio Jones is a Baltimore is a Julio Jones away from going to the Super Bowl. Really? I don't know that. It helps them, but I don't know that. Okay. So you think about them. Who else is left in the AFC? It's those three. Um, that's you know, what, that's why I said. That's why I said Denver earlier. Aaron I, I said I thought it was Den- like Denver's <laughs> pretty, pretty talented. They got a pretty talented roster too, except their quarterback position is. Where do you put the Patriots in this conversation with everything that they did, all the money they spent, and the guys that are coming back off of opting out last I, year? I believe that the Patriots are going to shock a lot of people in terms of the negativity that you hear based on the quarterback mm-hmm. that is going to be the starter and not the starter that people want to see. I think that, that that's going to be the shocker. Uh, when you start diving into the Cam Newton, didn't play with anybody now all of a sudden. If, if, if everything they did and Cam Newton looks like he looked last year, he should retire. He, listen to me what I just said. I, I, I heard it. Everything they did, and if Cam Newton looks like he looked last year in the second half of the season, Cam, you should retire, dog. Coming from me, your homie, you should just retire because that means you ain't worth a damn. That that's what it literally. And everything means. that we hear coming out of New England is that they are trying. And I know you're going to cringe at this, but it is true because it's what they're saying. I'm not even saying this to needle you about it. Oh, I is that they are trying to get Mac Jones, Jones ready to compete yes. for that starting position? As the, as that's their should. effort. That's their focus. As they should. Not we're going to bring her along slowly. Cam's no, our guy. No, no. Compete. This is yes. we think this guy can compete with that guy. To be our QB and one we'll, in week we'll one, see, we'll see how that works out in the yeah. end. Yeah, we you, you want you want competition. You don't want Cam Newton and nobody else for that matter, Jay, to feel like, oh, I'm, it's a cakewalk. I'm good. I'm yeah. just not going to do what I need to do. Okay. Everybody needs to compete. The jobs are not free. You got me with my eye on New England watching them, but yep. it's safe to say that the cream of the crop would be Buffalo. It would be Cleveland. And it would be KC. Correct. Those would be the cream of the crop, the AFC. You know, what's what's really going to be interesting, too? Baltimore will be there, too, right? But uh, a lot of Chargers? people – I was about to say, that's what yeah. I said. What's going to be up. interesting is a lot of people are kind of quietly yeah. pushing – it's almost called them San, San Diego. Diego. <laughs> almost pushing the Chargers to the side as if – Another team in on Julio They lost Jones, a lot of games close. Yep. A lot of games close. A lot of Early them. on they did, too. And, and yeah. so when you think about Justin Herbert – Starting in the second year, uh, although it'll be a little bit of a different offense or philosophy, I, he still has 16 games under his belt, which goes a long way. I hear you guys, but still, talent-wise, Buffalo, Casey, Cleveland, yeah, right? Like if, you're putting, if you're putting your talent money wise, down, those, your yes. chips are going on the, in those buckets. So, but, yeah. like, but the Chargers got a lot of talent, I hear man. you. Okay. They got That's the receivers. They, mm-hmm. they got the receivers. They got a nice little back. Their quarterback is young and good. If Bosa could come to the party on the defensive side and Ingram, and then and who's in, what, what's the safety on the back end from Florida State? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I can't either. Uh, Marcus Spears, I told you, had better better mindset well, yeah. on the roster was than me. Here, we could ask him. Um, but when you think about this, okay, well, this is the first time I've heard the Chargers name yeah, pop up like that. It's sneaky, quiet. Okay, I'm sneaky, down with sneaky, that. Quiet. Okay, now, now with all that, guys, finish my point. So I just wanted to say it's, it's interesting though when you go back to Cleveland because we talk about Patrick Mahomes being hurt in that game. I just right? want to I want to no, be real you provide with it, context, though. right? Yeah, context funny, to be real. We with play it. that game with Cleveland, but we don't play that game with Tampa Bay, right? We don't say 
No, people, I do. Insiders I say, do. I, I insiders do. do. I say the insiders offensive do. line. Oh, you know, their offensive line was depleted and all this other stuff. But for everybody else, it's like, oh, they're one of the favorites to come back and win it again next year. It's funny how we make it applicable for certain things and other things we don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, Chad Henney did beat the Browns. Like, like think of it that way, right? Like, it's still, that's who beat the Browns. He made so how incredible good, play. How good are the Browns? Yeah, he, yeah. he, he, he kind of. It was a moment. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a moment. He you finished, he a big finished moment. the deal, I'm, man. I'm, again, tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, but the Browns, look, they could very well finish the deal and have home field advantage, even though one team gets home field advantage throughout the playoffs because of the bye that was changed a year ago. They very well could be that team. I just don't know that, you know, when I start to look at it, nobody on Cleveland's receiving core is better than Tyreek Hill. So I look at stuff like that. Nobody, their tied in is not Kelsey. I look at that. But then I look at the flip side. They don't have the running game, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Cleveland has a better running game than Kansas City. But then Charlie I look Hart. at the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is better than Baker Mayfield. So I start putting all of these things together. And then when I look at the coaching side, I don't know that Kevin Stefanski is quite there where Andy Reid is in Eric Bieniemy. I, I, I just, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. And they got better on the offensive line. See, mm-hmm. I think that is the key. Trading for Orlando Brown mm-hmm. was – that's what won the draft for me. Yeah. That won the draft. Yeah. You know, they gave up those picks to get a guy that they needed that could play. Right. And obviously also shoring up the interior of that they, line and was they so also, important And as they well. also took care of business at the center position. I mean, it just all I, – I, I don't know. That's why early on I said Kansas City can go undefeated and people looked at me like I got frogs on my face. And now all of a sudden – Mahomes saying it. Everybody else is saying it, including the quarterback. Saying he wants to. Well, he, he, to. he heard me say they are going to do it. He didn't want to say they are going to do it. He wanted to say he would love – to do it at some point in time. Patrick, appreciate you always listening to the show. It was great that you uh, heard Keyshawn say that. And, uh, again, we start off the the morning. Everybody listens to us. Yeah, that that certainly is true. All right, coming up, why even Green Bay fans might think it's time for Aaron Rodgers to go pack. That's after SportsCenter. Dave takes it across the timeline, defended by Shaq Harrison. Crosses over, spins around, steps back, fades for three. Got it! Ties it! 50 for Damian Lillard with 6.4 left of the overtime. That was the call on Rip City Radio. Damian Lillard just had a night. 55 points, double nickels, but the Trailblazers ended up losing in double overtime to the Denver Nuggets in game five. And that, of course, now puts the Nuggets up in the series three games to two. Lillard, however, third most points in the loss in NBA postseason history. Only Michael Jordan, who had 63 in 1986 against the Celtics. Remember Larry Bird called that? I said that's God disguised as Michael Jordan. And Donovan Mitchell, last year in the bubble, went for 57 also against Denver. They're the only two to score more in a postseason game in a loss. The Lakers were blown out yeah. by the Suns in their game five, 115-85. They were down 30 at the half, no AD in this game. Pre-season, and now man, the Lake Show, one loss from elimination as the Suns take a 3-2 series lead. Devin Booker went for 30. LeBron, by the way, has never lost a first-round series in his career. 14-0 series record entering this season. To baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. exited Tuesday's loss to the Cubs in the middle of the sixth inning with tightness around his midsection. Remember, he's missed time already this season twice. First, suffering suffering a subluxation of his left shoulder. That was April 5th. 
and then later tested positive for COVID-19 on May 10th. Sports Center brought to you by Mako. With Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. If life throws you uh-ohs, just say, better get Mako. And head to Mako.com and get an online estimate today. You didn't know I had bars, did you? With my situation, it's never been about the draft pick. I love coaching staff. Love, brother. love my teammates. Love the fan base in Green Bay. Incredible 16 years. The Lombardi Trophy is going back home. A lot of this was put in motion last year, and the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP. Is he the MVP or what? It's just kind of about a philosophy. It's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. The people make an organization, and sometimes that gets forgotten. Now, with the music, too, the dramatic music with it, and the way he says it in his soft voice and everything like that is just... Like, it's so, you get caught up in it. There's nothing that seems like, you're right, Aaron, you're right. It is about the people. He doesn't, he seems so calm in his delivery on everything. Like, you know, most people, when you spend that amount of time somewhere and there's that much on the line, you get emotional. emotional. It doesn't seem that, it seems like he's emotionless to a degree, right? You you think it's almost like let go? It kind of feels like he's already gone. It's amazing, and, and maybe also the fan base there might be ready to move on too, which is hard to believe. You're getting wistful here right now. Let's bring in Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst, joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Jeff. I, 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 we're getting a little emotional about Aaron Rodgers and p- potentially this departure <laughs> apparently this morning. But I, I, wanna, I want you to listen to something that Rob Domofsky said, who covers the Packers for us at ESPN, uh, about not just we're hearing Aaron Rodgers, that you heard Jay say, it seems like he's kind of detached, emotionally detached. Listen to what Rob says about even the, the passionate fan base in Green Bay and how they feel about Aaron Rodgers. I'm not sure the sentiment right now is all that pro-Rodgers in the sense that um, Rodgers doesn't want to be here. And people, I don't care what team you root for, but it's, it's especially this way in Green Bay because it's such a small town. If you, if you don't want to be here, people don't want you here. Like that, that is, it's a very provincial place. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be here, he all of a sudden goes from one of them to one of the others. So Jeff, your thoughts on on that? I mean, it just does feel like a a divorce that's leading to an inevitable breakout or the departure here. Be careful what you wish. Because if you have any hope in winning the Super Bowl this year, you want Aaron Rodgers on your football team. Listen, don't don't buy the hype of what the team's selling is. I will be fine with Jordan Love, or we can do it this way, or you know, what, whatever your buddy's telling you at the water cooler when you're going fishing in Green Bay, whatever that looks like. Aaron Rodgers is the way to a Super Bowl in Green Bay this season. So, you know, make no mistake about whether he's emotionless on the phone call or, I mean, on the, on the, on the interview or where he gets to. When the motion hits, it'll be about, about um, preseason time, right? Like right now, we're in June. Ain't nobody sweating it. He's been in the league almost 17 years. Like this guy's like, man, he don't want to go to mini camp. He gets it. He can play these games until it gets competitive. And it gets competitive in August. And he wants to play. He won the MVP last year. He showed everybody. They drafted a first-round pick. I put him. I, you know, I put the team in its place. Watch what we're going to do now. He knows this is the best opportunity he has to win the Super Bowl. You go somewhere in July, you're telling me you can build a team, build a roster that fast? It's going to be very difficult. So he understands it. They understand it. Everybody needs to put their pride down, get this thing done, and let's go win if you're a Green Bay Packer. Jeff, you said something interesting to me. You said he wants to play. 
That is true. He wants to play. We all want to play football. But does he want to play in Green Bay would be my question to you. Yeah, listen, I, I think right now, if he had his druthers, he wouldn't be in Green Bay. But but we, you and I both know you, you don't just get that because that's what you want. And, and as frustrated as you are with the way they've handled it uh, and, and the way as an organization they handled it, he also understands where we are in the seasonal progression, right, Key? Like, you and I know as you go through, if you're going to get traded to another team, that's a February-March thing, right? So we can go build and, and put guys together. I can work with you. I can go do what Tom Brady did in Tampa Bay last year, right? Take a bunch of vets somewhere and let's go throw around and let's get used to each other. What you don't want to happen is to get dumped on a team late in, 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 the, in the preseason kind of ramp up and be expected to produce as you have in Green Bay. Because like it or not, you know the system LaFleur runs. You're becoming more and more comfortable with it. They have one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines in the NFL, so you know you're going to be protected. So there's a lot of positives where when you go somewhere else, you're not exactly sure what that roster or that, quote, culture that he's talking about really is yet. And how much of an impact can you make in a month? So whether he wants to be in Green Bay or not, that's the best place for him, and you and I both know that. Jeff, Marcus Spears says the Browns have the best roster in the AFC. Do you agree <laughs> with that? No, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I mean, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, are you serious, bro? Like, I think everybody forgets because they had a bad game against uh, against the Buccaneers, and their offensive line was decimated, and they got you know they got outplayed, and their offense looked anemic, and all the things that we talked about after the Super Bowl. We forget how good that football team is, man. That's a good football team. By the way, Chad Henney beat them in the playoffs, right? Like, what, what, I mean, so, so from roster, what? And, and here's the other thing. Let me just say this about rosters, right? The best quote roster isn't the best team. Like, like it's what team are, is going to be the best team. How are we going to win? And I heard Key say it, and he made a great point and probably the best point I've heard. Coaching matters in this, right? So it's not just the players on the field. It's how can the coaches get the most out of those guys? Because a guy's really talented at one spot doesn't mean he's going to play that way each and every week. And when you put it all together, what does it look like? I can tell you on the Colts, we weren't necessarily always, quote, the best roster, but we won a whole bunch of games. So from a roster perspective, I get it. We're going to go through and we're going to rank, hey, where does this guy rank at guard and where does this guy rank? But ultimately, Ultimately, when you put the, the the teams on the field, I don't see how you get away from the from the from the Chiefs. And I do like the Browns roster. Listen, Andrew Barry, who w was with me when I was at the Colts, I have a ton of respect for what he's done in Cleveland. I'm not dismissing that. I'm just saying you're putting kind of the cart before the horse when we're we're saying, hey, this what does that mean? You know, I'm okay. So you like what they've done in the off season. We don't hand out trophies for the off season. We hand it out once you start, you know, once you start hitting and pads start popping. Jeff, speaking of the Chiefs, what do you think about Patrick Mahomes saying he wants to go twenty and zero? I love it. Man, thank who don't want to go into by the way, we've had one team who's done it in the history of our game, and they pop champagne every time you know the, the undefeated team and, and and as a guy who's gone fourteen and pulled my team, you know, pull, pulled the guys at halftime and we end up losing. It's going undefeated is a big deal. And I understand that the ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowls and all that kind of stuff. I'm not I'm not thinking, but being undefeated and going undefeated, there's something about that 
that is special. And one of the most difficult things I ever went through as a player is when we didn't go for being undefeated. And Bill Polian had his reasons. We made it to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not saying, you know, it, it's, it's a different job for a GM from a player. But from a player's perspective, I want to go undefeated. I want to win them all, and I want to show everybody we're the best who have ever done it. So I don't, bl- I don't blame Patrick Mahomes even a little bit for saying that. Jeff, how did you feel about that? Because as a Jets fan, of course, I was quite happy uh, about that donation to the playoff appearance for the Jets. <laughs> now, you know, of course, you did pay us back a couple of games later, but how did you feel about that as a player, That's though, right. when you reach that point of a season and you get that close and the decision is, guys, this is better for you know us. You know, you guys have maybe had load management before load management was a thing in the NBA. Like, But, but as a player, how did you feel about yeah. that, though? Devastated, man. Well, one of the most, honestly, one of the most painful things that I dealt with in my career because we were so close and I did believe we were that good, right? And I had seen New England a few years before make a run and then obviously they lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants, but, you know, they, they at least gave themselves an opportunity to get there. I was, I, I was devastated that we didn't at least try to go get it. I mean, from a player's perspective, when you know your team, and by the way, we're beating the Jets. And like you said, we helped all the Jets fans and Tannebaum, right? Like, yeah. like, like my team's living good now because of that, right? Like, like it's all good. But from a player perspective, man, it was difficult. And, and, and again, one of the things that I thought was a very painful thing in my career, uh, to, to, to have it right there and feel like you let it walk out. If I get beat, I get it, man. But if I just hand it away, that's that's a tough thing to uh, to deal with. Every time you see Rex, every time you see Mike T, Bart Scott, anybody, just that's say right. you're welcome. And by the way, we'll say thank you, Jeff. As always, <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff, enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate you, fellas. All right, Jeff Saturday on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, brought to you by Attorneys Cordell and Cordell. Fair divorce for men. Call one eight six six Dad's Law. Why do you look at me? Like I didn't even that? say anything. Jay, like, how could it ever be he fair? He looks at me. <laughs> That's like divorce and fair. Coming up more on KJZ next on your smart speakers. All you got to do is say, "Play ESPN Radio." It's that easy. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Let's take Stump in New York real quick. Stump. This is one of the best shows in the history of um, television. Thank you. So, you know, you got KD. Y'all hear that out there, bosses? This is Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Good morning from New York City. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guys join us on the Goodyear Hotline. By the way, I'm noticing you got a little Disney action going on with your shirt today. The Disney, the Mickey Gloves. Yeah. It's a Pride shirt. It's Pride Month. Yes, it is. Right now, the month of June. No, it... I'm not wearing the shirt, Alan, because I've decided to come out. No, that's not the case. I'm oh, wearing. I thought I'm we'd have some breaking news today. When you uh, walked in with this shirt, I'm like, maybe today's the day. <laughs> no, maybe today, today's the day. Today is not the day. It is not breaking news. <laughs> that is not the case. All but right. it is supporting news, is what it is. And and uh, when I saw the shirt, I just I said, oh, I gotta, I gotta not only be a company guy, I also am a supportive guy, and so. For me, it it uh, means a lot when you when I think about it, you know, because I had a daughter who passed away recently, twenty five mm-hmm. years old, who's part of the LGBT community, and so I'm like, you know, why not? I've been I've been obviously supportive for a very long time, ever since, you know, she came to me and said to herself, "Hey, Dad, I." I like girls. This I'm is like, who I am. This yeah. is who I am. I'm like, okay, cool. She, you know how it goes, man. They all get nervous and they don't really know how the family's going to react to them. I'm like, I'm checking her out the whole way anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because even some of the dudes early on in her in her life that she was dating, I'm like, nah, that ain't. I could just tell that wasn't good. That wasn't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't going nowhere at all. But so you then, tend to always have a feeling you're waiting for her to tell you. Is that what that was for you? Yeah, I, I would. I, yeah, but but my family as a whole, like my kids and stuff, they're much like me. They're going to tell you. They're not going to hide anything. Mm-hmm. And so when she finally came to me and, and said, I was, okay, cool. No, Wouldn't you say that deal. first reaction, especially from father, from parents, is probably the most important for anyone? How old, how think, old was she? Uh, she, she, was, you? she was – 12 but you can see you can okay. see the so signs yeah you can see the signs coming mm-hmm. and so you know as growing up in in south central la being around or seeing gay people was different it was weird i'm young so everything was always that's a bad thing like oh because you, you don't know. You're not used to it. You're so not, for you, it's not your normal. No, it totally wasn't my normal at that age. Yeah. You know, well, it was grew, always. We also grew up a little different to what we saw also on TV. is much different than now, which is there's a lot more acceptance well, not even, than there used to be. Not even acceptance of now. Acceptance was a while ago. But it's taken a long time to even get to this point with yep. a lot of growth to still come. Mm-hmm. And so growing up at a young age. You really 
didn't under, full, have a full grasp and an understanding. It was, again, it was taboo. It was, yep. it was the guy at the liquor store who owns a liquor store who's gay, don't go in that liquor store because he might try to grab you. That, that, that's the sort of naive that was naivety that was given to you as a kid. And so you didn't know. But as I learned, as I got older, you just learn and you learn about it. And it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Where some of my best friends in life, in fact, uh, LZ Grandison, who worked with me in Los Angeles, will be joining us tomorrow at some point during the show. Um, you just learn, man. And, and, and over time, and like my, my, uh, my daughter, but my niece, Paris, who's my sister's daughter, is also a part of the community, and it was very rough for her early on. And she actually came to me, and I'm like, I'm so, and I love you. It's yeah. not a problem. And so she fought through that all the time because a lot of times people alienate you and your own family and friends. They, they don't want to be associated with you. They think it's, like, weird. And, and at some point in time, you've always hoped that people would get over that, and that wouldn't be – an issue. So I'm going to always love my daughter to death. I got her tattoo here. I'm getting a rainbow tattoo on me. I love the tattoo uh, of her. At some point in time. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I get it. I understand it. And even in sports, I'm often asked if we had uh, gay athletes in the locker room, how would I feel? I'm like, man, I don't give a damn. Can he play? That's all I care about, the, right? And, and we've I, I said this can about this sports. dude play? Right. right. Like, can he help me win a football game? If he can help me win a football game, great. And if he can't, they're going to cut him regardless. Right. But that's the great unifier. And that's the one thing about sports why I always tell people, I stress it all the time, like, like get your kids involved in sports in some way. They don't have to end up professionals. They don't have to end up playing, you know, Division One. The experience of having teammates from many different walks of life is such a great education. Dude, because, I told you. like you said, we're playing a win. It doesn't matter if we have differences if you're different than me, I don't care because we all have one common goal, which is to don't win care. this damn game. Don't care. And, and, and trust me, I've had teammates and that I've played with. And you are more like than you, than you really knew. It, it, I've had teammates that I've played with that were gay. I don't care. It ain't my business. Can you help me win? And I like you and your husband. I don't care. I don't care. Man, one of the, one of the greatest experiences I ever had I was on vacation, and there was two guys out of nowhere. They were there on their honeymoon. I enjoyed my vacation because literally we, me and my wife hung out with them the entire time. We just hung out with them and enjoyed, and they knew Seeing sports, people. and we talked yeah. sports. It was crazy. Yeah. No, and you just, just learn as people. you get older, man, this is, this is real life. Yeah. Well, so Pride Month I is extremely – yeah. important to me that's a great conversation to have and yeah. uh, the san francisco giants win the first major league baseball team to play in pride uniforms and they take the field saturday against chicago cubs the team's on-field caps have the sf logo with colors depicting the progress pride flag each jersey have a patch on the right sleeve featuring the design coming up jay tells you why the best 